You know, I know what you're thinking. You're like, Glenn, you seem so light, so fresh, so darn confident, right? That's what I was thinking. I was just thinking that at that moment. So you know what the secret is? What is it? Come on, you know what the secret is. What is the secret? I'm blocking sweat right now with sweat block. Sweat block. Wow. Uh, Sweat block is for people like me that um, sweat an awful lot. That's why the studio is like 64 degrees right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I sweat a lot, especially under pressure. So when I'm out on the court, you know, and I'm I'm playing mm. smash ball, smash ball, uh, huh? it is it's crazy. So but because I'm so active, that's why I use sweat block keeps you confident. And if you really have a problem like Jeffy, may I suggest the sweat block wipes? Mm. They're so powerful. You use them once a week. And they wow. cover you for seven days and like you're not you're not sweating you're just not sweating uh it's sweatblock.com try it's the the best uh deodorant and antiperspirant stick i've ever used it is sweatblock get 20 percent off now sweatblock.com promo code back you can also find it on amazon Welcome to the program. So, you know, one of, one of the biggest problems I think we have in America is the fact that our churches are asleep at the wheel. Uh, and Grandpa, wake up. The car is going into the ditch soon. And they are dead asleep. And many of the pastors are afraid of offending anybody. And then, of course, how are you going to meet your bills? I don't know. Trust in God. Trust in God. The reason why we became a free people was because our pulpits were on fire, not for candidates, but for truth. The truth of the importance of individual liberty, of freedom, of all of the things that are that we hold self-evident or used to. The reason why we thought they were self-evident at the time was because for two or three decades, we had heard it preached from the pulpits. So, what's going to happen with our churches? Well, there's an awakening that is going on, thank goodness. I'm going to introduce you to that concept of maybe Christians put their their action where they say their heart is in 60 seconds. So, let's say that you want to sell your house. Sounds Sounds simple. And if it does, I guess you've never done it before. Let me assure you literally nothing about it except cashing the check is fun. Same with buying a house, especially right now. If you don't have the right real estate agent who is absolutely on his or her game, you could easily be in for a very bad time. 
I have bought and sold houses because I'm in radio. I have more experience than everyone in my neighborhood in buying and selling homes because it's like radio is like uh, working in the circus. You know, Uh, years ago, I gave up on trying to find a great real estate agent because I didn't even know what you're looking for. Here's what you're looking for. Somebody with a great track record. Somebody who outsells everybody else in that area. Somebody who has a Rolodex with everybody that you might need. And somebody now with a very well-trafficked website. So people, qualified buyers, will see your home. Realestateagentsitrust.com is a company that I started that will help you find those people. Just tell us, buying, selling, where you're at, and we will send you the best real estate agent, in our opinion, in that area. Realestateagentsitrust.com, a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. We have uh, Dr. Byron Fox. He is the president and founder of Bible Truth Music and Evangelist. He is actually here uh, at Mercury One, just across the uh, uh, the brickyard here in the old Paramount lot uh, for Faith Wins. Faith Wins, if you haven't heard, buckle up, because this is game-changing. He happens to be from Virginia, Yes. And what happened in Virginia with the election has a lot to do with what you're go- what we're going to talk about here in the next few minutes. Doctor, welcome. Well, thank you for letting me be here. You bet. Yes. Sir. So um, first of all, let me just let me just ask a couple of things, because I want to make sure um, that we're on the same page. I don't ever want my church telling me who to vote for. And we would never, ever do that. I'd violate my conscience to do that. For you. Right. Okay. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. No. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's all about freedom, but it is. Absolutely. But our churches are emptying out because there's there's nothing of value there many times because all of the preachers are afraid to connect the scriptures with what's going on in the world. So right. how do I how do you bridge that without going into politics? Well, God is looking for some wide awake Christians. You're mm-hmm. right about this awakening. And in Virginia, there was something of an awakening. And so many of these issues that are being politicized are not just political issues. They are Bible issues. The life issue has been politicized, but it is not just a, a political issue. It is a Bible issue. So that is the that is the issue with people who have a world a, a biblical worldview. Yes. If you if our founders had a biblical worldview. Yes, they did. That gives you a basis to go off of. Right. Ex- explain what a biblical worldview is because I think it's like 11% of Americans have a biblical worldview now. It's a small number. Yeah. Uh, truth has fallen in the streets. You find that in the scriptures and the Bible says by the truth And, you know, every morning I get up and read about two hours of the Bible. That's where I'm finding truth. You can't Mm. find it uh, on most media outlets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I go to the Bible. Honestly. For the truth. When we're looking for the truth, there are many times. We just did a very important show just last Wednesday. And uh, we got together. We read the Bible. Our writer opened up the Bible to start reading before and after. We want to make sure that... We are led by the Spirit to be able to discern truth. Right. Yeah, because there's a lot of counterfeit out there. Yeah. So I want to get back to the Bible in a, a Bible worldview where preachers actually preach the Bible. And I would contend 
if there's no freedom in the pulpit to preach all of the Bible, then there's no freedom in America of, right. of, of um, you know, free speech. Yeah, well, the, this is something that our founders, I mean, every single concept in our Declaration of Independence and in our Constitution, 90% of it yes. came right from the Scriptures. Yes, and people don't realize that, right. but it absolutely does, because people are so ignorant of the Bible these days, right. they don't even recognize how much Bible is in these founding documents. So, But people will say, oh, the Bible, you can read it a million different ways, and I don't want to go to church, because honestly, honestly, a lot of times, worthless. Actually, that's true. I hate to say that. Pulpits have failed American churches. Right. We do need to get back to preaching the truth of the Bible. So how hard is it to do that now? To preach the truth? Yeah. It takes courage. But, oh, I'll tell you, there's people looking for the truth. They're tired of all the lies, all the prevarication, all the mendacity, all the fraud. I'm personally exhausted with it. Yeah. I want the truth. And I'm seeing a big hunger in millennials and every age group. Oh, yeah. Wanting to know the truth. Yeah, especially millennials. Oh, yeah. They, they can smell a fraud a million miles away. Yes. So um, so tell me what Faith Wins does and what happened in Virginia. Okay. In October of 2019, I brought Chad Conley, the director, the founder of Faith Wins, there to Virginia to meet with a little group of preachers, my friends. And so he came that day, gave a little presentation, and it was eye-opening to me when I learned that there were 82 million evangelical Christians in America, but only 40 million were registered to vote. And I mentioned this little comment to you, a need seen is an assignment given. Well, that day, I believe God called me to duty to add something else to my plate of doing something to make something happen in Virginia and all of America to get Christians engaged in the public square, including voting. I would never tell anybody how to vote. I would tell them they ought to vote in accordance with the Bible. You yes, know. of course. Uh, I'm a preacher. What do you expect? Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Right. But I would never tell them which candidate to vote for. And I try to in, you know, involve myself with both sides of the aisle as much as they'll let me to stand up for Jesus. And God has called me to stand. I haven't been called to win, but I am to stand and try to raise the level of righteousness. And so last year, it was a big election year in Virginia, and at least some of God's people got involved. And I say some. Well, we could do a lot more. Oh, yeah. But it did make the difference. It did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nobody is talking about this. Nobody in the – do you have any of the stats of how many people turned out and and voted that – Probably wouldn't have. Well, uh, I've got otherwise. one gigantic stat. Okay. In Virginia alone, we registered 77,000 church members. That's a fact. And across the nation, we registered 1 million. Our little group, Faith Wins, registered 1 million church members. I had preachers calling me stunned. I registered 400 of my people today. I would say, you need to vote. Everybody say amen. But they weren't even registered to vote. Right. And even those registered to vote... I can't remember what the stat is, but it's a low number that actually who are registered oh, yeah. to vote actually do go and vote. Correct. Yeah. So just a few people can make a difference. It, in some cities, one megachurch, if everyone. That's true. One megachurch, if yes. they got everyone to vote. That's absolutely true. Would sway the election. So I've been to some of the megachurches and asked the preachers themselves. Have you had voter registration here? Well, no, no, we don't do that. We don't mix politics and church. That's not politics. 
well, Patrick Henry didn't believe it that way. <laughs> exactly Praise right. God. Yeah. You know, his favorite speaker was Samuel Davies, that Presbyterian preacher, <laughs> and he learned a lot of his oratory skills from him. But yeah, look, God ordained three institutions, the home, the church, and the government. So it is inconceivable that God would not want me to be involved in government. He ordained government. So, yes, I must be involved in the public square, including voting and in government. Right. But that does not uh, because if if my church would ever become for one party or another, oh, yeah. I would have a real problem. with. I don't want to go to a church. You know, a lot of these um, um, black Baptist churches, they, mm. they are 100 percent Democrat and they just say it out on the pulpit. And, you know, that's what they're all about. God bless you if that's what you want to do, but that's not a church I want to go to, even if it's 100% on my side. I don't want that. What I want is a preacher that will connect the dots from what's happening in this scripture to, oh, look, that's what's happening right here. Oh, yeah. How do they tie together? What are we supposed to learn? We're not supposed to learn the dates and the names and, and the places of everything over the point of the story right the truth yes the truth that's yes. what we're looking for all right so how can people get involved uh and and get their churches if you're a pastor how oh, do you yeah. get involved well we want them to go to our website is the first thing to do faithwins.us us we're all in this together mm-hmm. all of us mm-hmm. <laughs> all of god's people faithwins.us and there's action steps you can take right there you know sign up to get involved and we'll work right with you teaching you how to have voter registration at your church and so forth. There's only about 20%, I think the number is about 20% of churches have a biblical worldview. Is that not astonishing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really astonishing. That, I mean, unless uh, you go to California where it's poetry readings. It's uh, yeah. weird, but uh, yeah, it, so it's about 20%. But if we just got the, the churches uh-huh. that were biblical worldview yeah i mean to me the biggest thing that uh god cares about is the individual never the collective the individual and anytime uh someone is trying to take away an individual's right um you know on things that are are not out of the biblical worldview Uh like killing uh anytime that is a sign you're on the wrong side do I, do I read that right? Well, we don't want a bunch of stooges that we just tell them everything to do and, right. and micromanage. But yes, soul liberty, that's the old timer's way of saying it, personal freedom. And what changed my life was when I learned that Jesus died for me. Yes, he died for the whole world, but I learned he died for me, right. Byron Fox. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Go to uh, faithwins.us, faithwins.us. Uh, uh, look, look it up on what they're doing. It, and I'm glad it's not in the, in the uh, uh, papers and in the press. Quite honestly, uh, because then everybody starts to attack. Um, and I've known this since the Virginia uh, vote on what was happening with the churches in Virginia. And you guys made all the, literally, you made all the difference. Praise God. Yeah. So please, if you're a pastor, a priest, a rabbi, whoever, get involved in faithwins.us. Thank you, doctor. Appreciate it. You got it. 
All right, let me tell you about uh, LifeLock. These days, trying to keep track of every time some piece of your personal information goes out somewhere on the Internet, it's impossible. You can't do it. Basically, you need somebody to watch over. Well, that's great, but who? You want somebody who is the best in the business, has been doing it for a long time, uh, and that is LifeLock. LifeLock is, has been joined by Norton. They're the best on virus security. So you want the best now, somebody who is all over identity theft as well. These two companies together are the best in the business. And now you can save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code back. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code back, save 25%. Lifelock.com, 10 seconds, station ID. Alrighty then. Yeah, you have to keep. You may need to go back to faithwinds.us. Seems to be uh, a little overwhelmed at the moment, but uh, check back with it. Good. It's good that people are going there. I'm telling you, we are not powerless. You know, there was a there was a race in Oklahoma. I can't remember the name of the town. It was a race for school board president. I think he was running against the incumbent. One guy. He was like, I've had enough of this. Running against the incumbent. Um, uh, he, on the election day, he didn't vote. He didn't go out and vote for himself. Mm. All right. Um, and I know you're thinking, oh, and then he lost by one. No, no one voted. No one voted at all. No one voted. So zero, zero, <laughs> zero, <a> shutout. <laughs> zero, zero. That's how close, especially when you come to local things. It is so close. It can be within tens of, uh, of uh, ballots. Our churches need to wake up. Our churches are the reason why our founders did what they did. They all grew up listening to great preachers talking about Liberty, talking about the 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 king, the tyrant of uh, of England and how that related to your personal liberty. That's why we couldn't print our own Bibles here. We had to use the King James Version because the king wouldn't let us uh, have any kind of commentary on the sidebars that tied it into what a king or a tyrant really looks like. That's what our preachers did. That's what our preachers should be doing now. What does liberty mean? What does liberty look like in the real sense? We're in the biggest fight for our lives. Where are they? Where are they? Man, I would hate to be a preacher right now because I know the pressure you're probably under for, you know, making sure that people are paying their tithing and you can keep these big. It would be better off for you eternally. If you left that and you just started preaching under a tree, there's a guy I know here in Dallas lost his lost his gig because he wouldn't he wouldn't shut up. He would not shut up. So he lost his gig. He doesn't have a church, but I guarantee you he has a big following, a big following because people are starving for it. 
that's the way you actually do God's will. I'll say too that's I think the message we just heard here is is really important and you know regardless of how you feel about the 2020 election which I know is highly contentious the message of that election cannot be well every election is going to get stolen so don't bother and that you know that's kind of what we saw in Georgia you know mm-hmm. you talk about the the multi trillion dollar budgets we're talking about right now if you don't lose both of those elections in Georgia in uh, January yep this this is no longer the case. All the stuff that's happened over the past uh, couple of years, much of it at least, could have been blocked, except for the fact you had people like Lynn Wood running around Georgia telling people not to vote because right. the election had been stolen. Right now, whether no matter how you feel about the election, you know, look, if every election is going to get stolen, the country's shot. You know, we're toast. Okay, so we have to get to a point where obviously you take steps to do what you can to make sure the elections are 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 as a as safe and, and 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 true to the real results as possible. But you also have to get out and vote. You can't just say, well, well throw your hands up and say, well, you know, this is never going to work anyway, because that makes everything easy for you the know, left. Tomorrow, I'm going to give you the stats. I'm going to look up all the stats. You will not believe. When I say one church, a mega church, one mega church can change an election. One. One. It is phenomenal how few people actually vote. We all have to vote. We have a responsibility to freedom. I mean, gosh, people died on beaches in Omaha. Not Nebraska, but on Omaha Beach. People died on the beach at Omaha. People died all over the world. For what? For freedom. Freedom against tyranny. That's what the president says we're doing right now. There's autocrats and there's democracy. They didn't die for democracy. They died for freedom, for the individual freedom, so their children could have a better tomorrow. Because if you can make your own choices and you have the guts to stand behind and take responsibility for those choices, the sky is the limit. What are we doing? Churches, wake up. Faithwins.us So I... back program. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Gosh, that guy. Um, so I was listening to a podcast early this morning. Um, it was the Barry Weiss Honestly podcast with David Sachs. And if if you have any time uh, to listen at all, you should listen to that podcast today or the next few days. He explains the digital currency better than anybody else. He shows you what the world is going to be like. Um, and he is a he is a very solid uh, source. Now, when you look at that and you understand what is coming and what tech is building for us and what the Fed is building for us, the value of your dollar between that and the war and everything else that we've done to devalue the dollar, 
please call Goldline and see if gold or silver works for you. Now, they've just printed or minted something that that I designed with Ben Franklin on the front. They have it in silver right now. They'll have it in gold and copper soon in the next couple of weeks. But get that. They also have weekly specials designed just for you. Please call them right now. 866-GOLDLINE. Don't wait. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. The Great Reset available in bookstores everywhere or at glensnewbook.com. Years ago, uh, I was on the radio and I said, who could argue with a mom? Moms are going to make all the difference in the world, and they are. It is the moms and the dads that are in front of our school districts right now that are making all the difference. Um, I want to introduce you to uh, Tina Diskovich. She has been on with us uh, before. Uh, she is the co-founder of Moms for Liberty. She's from Florida. Um, but you guys are having a big impact on school boards. Welcome. Thank you. It is an honor to be here. We formed a little over a year ago, mm-hmm. and we are building an army of moms across this Good. country. It is remarkable, the Good. growth that we've had. And you've been in this for a long time. I have. I have been in for a very long time, about 2008. Eight, I think it was. I was listening to your show, and you, you it was one of those really serious moments where you were yeah. looking into the camera, and you said, "Get involved in your local community. Get out there. Get and build relationships so people learn to trust you and and get to know you, so that when the time comes, and you said because the time is coming when no one is going to know where to find truth, and they're going to look around in their community to people that they trust and they've worked with and has served them." And, and that time's going to come and you need to be that person. Wow. Good for you. So, well, that was a long time ago. That was like yeah. 2008. Uh, that same day, an email came out at my local school that the, they needed PTO president. And I thought, Glenn said I needed to get involved. I guess I could be the PTO president. Mm. Led to me running to school board a few years later, serving in my community in that capacity and on multiple boards, uh, which ultimately led to the building of Moms for Liberty. So it's not too late. Listen to me. <laughs> let, let me have a, a look into the camera. I speak directly into the <laughs> microphone to you. You must get involved. It is, we are, the thing that I learned from studying the 1930s, everyone said, this is bad, but it couldn't get any worse from here. It will. The only thing that will stop it is people recognizing that it can get worse, and they've decided to stand up now. It's only going to get harder to stand up. But if we all stood up, if every mom and dad stood up right now, this would be over. It would be over overnight. What's happening is all it's taking is one brave person in each community to step up. And that, you know, and sometimes they say we're very alone. I feel like I'm the only person here. Yeah. We send them to a school board meeting and someone sees them speak up and then they have two. And then the two of them go next week and speak up and then they have three. And we have grown in that fashion with zero marketing budget over the last 14 months to 80,000 active moms in That's 34 amazing. states and 180 chapters. That's amazing. It's remarkable. It Imagine really if you had George Soros money. Oh, it's not George Soros money. <laughs> the The mainstream media attacks us endlessly saying we have Koch brothers money. I've never met the Koch brothers. I don't know who they are. I would mm. accept their money if they sent it yeah, our way, right. but we don't have that money. So um, you say, and I agree with you, we're at war right now. We are. Tell me about that. Oh, Glenn, there's so many horrible things happening in our public school system. Tiffany and I, the co-founders of Moms for Liberty, served on school boards, separate school boards from 2016 to 2020. And what we like to say is that we saw behind the education curtain. 
We saw all this stuff going on back there, even in Florida, the great free state of Florida, where unions aren't that strong, uh, but they still have a lot of power, a lot of power. Yeah. And so uh, we saw those things happening. And at the end of our terms in, um, in 2020, the whole country saw. We started to see the power the union had to keep schools closed, that they didn't have children's best interests in heart. And so um, since then, we've seen all kinds of things, CRT be rammed down. And what we're focused in on right now is the sexualization of our children. What is happening there is Horrible. despicable. And it is, we're the final line of defense here. Because mm -hmm. if you tear apart the family, what they're trying to do is drive a really big wedge between children and families. The government is inserting themselves right in there, taking away parental rights at every turn. Our mission is to defend parental rights at all levels of government. And then that way, we're going to save our country. Tell me about the story. There's this um, woman in California named Abigail, and she had a daughter that had mental health issues, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me her story. It's really a heartbreaking story. Her daughter had mental health issues for a very long time, and her mother was working very closely with her to work through a lot of these things. At school, she was introduced to the LGBTQ club, and at some point, she decided she wanted to be a male. Her mother uh, wasn't horribly hard on her about that, tried to work with her through some of these things, but at some point, the government decided that the mother was not supportive enough, and so they took her daughter away, and they put her in a gender transition program, and oh they started her on the hormones and, and all of it. They let her mother see her once a week, supervised visitation. And here's, here's the part I want your listeners to understand. She was not allowed to speak about God to her child. That's a whole new level of where we're going in this country. That story, and that story ends very tragically, Glenn, because while that child was in the care of the state, she committed suicide. Oh my gosh. Imagine being a mom. And this is not an isolated case. This is, this is happening. And people just, you know, I, I don't know who to trust uh, when it comes to teachers. But I will tell you this. My first, and tell me if this is wrong. My first test is, you a member of the union? Because <laughs> you don't have to be a member of the union. If you're a member of the union, then you are paying for this kind of stuff to happen. If it's not at your school, it's at somebody else's school. Teachers need to learn quickly that you know, the union says they need it for uh, insurance reasons and stuff of that nature. Don't. They do not need the union. And they are putting money towards the, the destruction of the family if they are giving money to the union. All right. So so how do you join? What do you how can we help you? They can go to momsforliberty.org. There's many ways you can help, but mostly we need people. We need uh, we do so much work. Our chapters, our moms have stepped up. They're volunteers. Yeah. They've stepped up in their community. There is too much work for them to do. We are reviewing textbooks. We are reviewing curriculum. We are doing public records requests to see what trainings are going on for the leaders, the teachers, the principals. That is how we're going to find the critical race theory. That is how we're going to find all of the gender ideology that's being pushed into our schools. It's a lot of work. It takes thousands of hours and we need people. I couldn't believe what the left is saying, you know, don't say gay bill. That has nothing 
to do with what happened in Florida? Nothing. So you mentioned Abigail's story. We have two cases in Florida of moms in our chapters. Um, One spoke at Governor DeSantis's uh, press conference yesterday when he signed 1557, which the correct term is the Parental Rights and Education Bill. The fact that the media has run with the term don't say gay bill is despicable because it doesn't say that at all. Right. And they are complicit. They are complicit in that lie. January Little John that spoke, her daughter's 13 years old. January is a mental health counselor who has helped children with gender ideology. She is not somebody who doesn't understand these issues. Her daughter decided she wanted to be a boy. The school held closed door meetings where her daughter got to pick which name she wanted, which pronoun she was going to use, which bathroom she was going to use, where she was going to change, and where she was going to sleep on overnight field trips without even as much as a notification to parents. Oh my gosh. That is happening all over the country. We have multiple cases in Florida, the great free state of Florida. It's happening in every single state. And these policies, and they're not even policies because they're not going in front of the school board. Special interests are putting these plans in places, working through the superintendent and staff, the bureaucrats, not even the public. And they're putting these plans in place. And these plans clearly say, do not tell the parents. Not only do not tell the parents, but when you talk to the parents, use their birth name, their birth gender. So deceive the parents. So how do you find out if that's happening in your school? You do public records requests for, usually it's an LGBTQ support plan is what they're called in each district. Find it, read it, expose it to your neighbors so and your friends. So will they give it to you? If you ask for the LGBT, uh, what was it called? LGBTQ Q. support plan. Support plan. Will they give it to you or do you have to? By law, they're supposed to give it to you. It's a public records request. The other thing is, is our chapters, they're building relationships and they're building relationships with teachers. A lot of teachers are afraid to speak out, but they're bringing us stuff. They're like, here's the support plan on don't say you got it from me. Here's what we've been asked to teach. Don't say it came from me. And our moms are brave and are exposing it. I have, um, I have documents, you know, uh, you've been over here at Mercury One. And you've been seeing what David Barton and I have been building. Mind-blowing. Yeah. And uh, I have documents that uh, I'll see if I can find today to show you. The teacher's, uh, the teacher's workbooks to teach about race uh, and uh, ethnicity to be able to take the children out of class and to teach the children in Germany that um, it's okay that you don't see them anymore. When a, cl- when a classmate just disappears, what the teacher has to say. It is, it's remarkable. Um, all of this stuff has been done before just for another reason. You know what I mean? Now, this is the wedge between the family. And it, and it is exactly the same thing that the teachers were saying. Look, we're just having a conversation here. Your parents, we're not sure about your parents. And when you get that wedge between the parents and somebody is discrediting that parent, uh, it, 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 it's almost uh, unstoppable. And when you look at more cases that we just won't get into here, just like the one in California, what's what's coming into play is that the family is faith based. So there's another story in Florida yes. of one. They, it was written in the documents. The attorney, you know, subpoenaed the documents from the school district. And it said, we're not telling the parents because they're Catholic, because they won't understand. So what do you say to people who say this is not happening? You know, I mean, we are in this place to where people just don't want to believe it. And so they'll shut their eyes and 
unless it is right in front of them. And then even then, some people still deny it. But what do you say to those people that are saying this is this this is just isolated cases? This isn't really that bad, because I think this is a an absolute red. I won't send my kids to college. I am not paying for my kids to go to college. They want to go. You can earn the money. I am not paying someone to program you into a robot. But now it's in pre-K through 12 and you are paying through your tax money. I know. It's 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 despicable. So what do you say to someone uh, that that wants to put their head in the sand? Shortly after I lost my reelection on my school board in Brevard County, Florida, they came out with their gender uh, support plan Mm -hmm. and I put it out online immediately. And I had great trust in my community through a lot of people. I'd worked for four years, did a, Mm -hmm. a really, you know, I think a pretty good job. And people immediately were reaching out and saying, I need the link from the school district. There's no way this is happening in our county. There's mm-hmm. just no way. I mean, they didn't believe me. I had mm-hmm. to go find the actual thing and put it out there because people are shocked when you show them. I'm afraid they're going to get a little desensitized to some of this stuff and, and, and just keep moving. But it is, it's, it's unacceptable. It has to stop. We cannot allow school district states to intervene between parents and families. All right. If, if you want to get involved, go to momsforliberty.org. I cannot recommend this highly enough. Moms will make all the difference in the world. Dads will, too. But when you're fighting as a dad or a mom, look at the difference between any other movement and what's been happening at the school boards. That's because it's dads, moms and kids. We take dads. We have two chapters out of our 180 that are run by dads. We take aunts, uncles, grandparents, just concerned citizens. We need all hands on deck. We are laser focused right now on school boards and school districts. And our chapter meetings, they literally are, their job is to go over school board agendas. They, they are told you pull the school board agenda. And as a chapter, that is what you do. And we teach them about budgeting, school board budgeting and where they're hiding stuff. We teach them about consent agendas and how they hide things they just want to push through without discussing publicly. And they are finding things, but they have to to get involved with our chapters in the local level momsforliberty.org momsforliberty.org please go there now momsforliberty.org thanks tina thanks glenn you bet uh so just when you thought the pandemic had disappeared from the news cycle here's something new and kind of fun reported on by reuters on april 2nd t-mobile is planning to fire anyone who is not fully vaccinated what the these companies are out of control. This, this, um, that's, that's part of the Great Reset. The government doesn't have to do it. The giant corporations will go right along with it. What are we even talking about? Stop giving these people like T-Mobile your money. Change right now to patriotmobile.com slash Beck. They'll give you free activation right now if you use the offer code Beck. And I will tell you, you will save money. They're on the same cell towers as everybody else. Make the switch now. Send the message to places like T-Mobile. Do you hear me yet? Can you hear me now? Send them a message by pulling your money and making sure you're, you're doing business with people who respect you and have the same kind of values that you do and are supporting the, set, the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, and all the others. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at GlennBeck.com.
Hey, some really good news. Yes, beyond the $5.6 trillion budget, uh, beyond the fact that our president, in defending himself and saying yesterday, no, I didn't say those things, he revealed two other things that he wasn't supposed to say. Um, Besides all that, um, MasterCard has now joined forces with the United Nations Mm. to come up with a new credit card that measures your carbon footprint. And when you've hit your limit, it shuts off. Didn't we just talk about this the other day? Yeah, it's great. Totally different company. Uh, no, this is the this is the same one. Oh, okay. it's the same one. They're now I going did, working with the I United Nations. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it was Mastercard that was doing it. So it's nice. It's um, you know, you know it, what what's great about it is it it it's a proof of concept. Right. Right now, it's just optional. You can opt yeah. into this for whatever reason. Like, who would want to opt in? You're not allowed to spend your own money after you hit a certain right random point. They tell you you you've hit. So you go into a store and you want to buy the Great Reset, which is available now, Barnes & Noble. Let's say you go barnesandnoble.com or amazon.com. My ESG score would be affected by something yeah, like that. Yeah, and it, it generates a message like incorrect purchase, authorization, not allowed. Wouldn't that be great? Or if you would have bought no. the New York Post and it said transaction disallowed, inappropriate material. Because, you know, no. the New York Post is saying stuff about Hunter Biden. Cards, card not authorized for transactions at Chick-fil-A, Hobby Lobby. Would that be great? That's coming. It's almost like a gang. programmable money of sorts. <laughs> it's like, you know? Whoa! Right? Like it could, is. Okay. I wonder if there's an executive order about developing that in the next six months. This is the Glenn Beck Program.